Hello, uh, this is uh, an interview with one of my favourite authors, um, I will say of all time, because I, I don't read a particularly a lot of books, however, the ones I do read, um, this gentleman's books are the ones that I enjoy the most, um, and I'm ecstatic that I'm joined by Rob Radcliffe. Hi Rob. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Good. Tired from last night. Was it a hard one, was it? Yeah, yeah. As well as writing, I've got a bar and it's kind of a nightclub. So it was uh, six o'clock this morning when we, when we finished after time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, the kids were at the grandparents, so I, I got with the lion. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. I didn't, I didn't realise that you, you actually still owned the I know you went off and you did the pub for a little bit. I didn't know whether you still... I'm, I'm in the pub now. Oh, is that where you are now? Oh, okay. I just thought you was in the room. No, no, no. I'm, I'm in the pub now. It's the quietest place on a Sunday. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. No. I'd earn more money selling tumbleweeds. Yeah. <laughs> just no one out on a Sunday. Oh, fair enough. See, I didn't, I, I didn't, I just didn't realise. I know that you worked in the pub for a bit because you went a bit quiet. Yeah. Um, because uh, you've got your Facebook groups, haven't you? You've got your VIP. Yes. And you've yes. got your readers lounge. Yeah, so, went a bit quiet when I uh, took over this place. I thought I'll, I'll get my own pub, and I've had loads of time for writing, and yeah. I had no time for writing because I. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you've been having a lot of people getting on at you to get books done, haven't you? Yeah, everyone keeps yeah, everyone keeps whinging at me. So when's this sequel coming out? When's this sequel coming out? And so yeah, I've uh, I've, I've got my ass back in the chair now, and I'm doing a bit of scribbling a few words down now. <laughs> yeah, well that that was pretty much me. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much me. Yes, there's uh, there's a few, especially in the VIP lounge, uh, that want more quicker. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm writing. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. It, it's got to be hard for you. It really has to be. Um, I'll give a little bit of background. I was I, I I was looking for something different to read, and I stumbled across Rob's book. I stumbled across your book Meat Market on Amazon, and it was it was a free download, so I downloaded it. And I didn't put it down for, it took, I think I read it in a day and a half. Yeah. And then I left you a message on Facebook. Yeah. Didn't I, to say just how great it was. And uh, it turns out that actually you were kind of in a bit of a, should I carry on, should I not sort of thing. And you did yeah. a little post about it on your website as well, which was really nice. A name dropped in it, I think. You did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, put the uh, put, put the review on and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just sometimes because you don't you, when you're writing, you don't know if it's any good. I mean, when, when I wrote Meat Market, I thought it was funny, and uh, and it, the subject matter interested me at the time, and uh, I wasn't sure if anyone else would think it was funny. It was just me laughing in my head. Yeah. So when you know, like yourself, like when you start, you and a few others start saying, "Oh, I love it! It's, it's great!" This book you know, kind of gives you the uh, the thumbs up you need sometimes to, to yeah. carry on. <laughs> I mean, it, it was an absolutely fantastic book. I I didn't know what to expect when I read it, when I when I downloaded it. And I started reading it, and literally within the first sort of three pages, I was hooked, and I was like, this is exactly what I want to read. Cool. And I think you classed it as lad lit. Yeah, yeah. Chitlet's not a younger brother. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, and it was brilliant. Um, do you want to talk a bit about Meat Market and... The other books that you've done yeah. to go with that, so I've currently got uh, eleven books out. 
I've got four in the meat market series, but they're, they're all kind of standalones. The, the meat market that you uh, mentioned, the reason it's called meat market series is because I cannot think of another. It's, it's, a brilliant, it's a brilliant name for it, though. It just perfectly typifies the content of the book. Yeah, and, and also I think the other the, the other ones that go after it, you know, it's all in the same kind of world with the same characters as well. Uh, although they're, they're all kind of you could read whichever one you wanted first, and it wouldn't really make that much of an impact on the story. Well, no, yet. no, not uh, not not yet. <laughs> yeah, because uh, there's no not really any uh, overlining arc. It's just the story in itself, and then the next one, and then the next one, you know. But yeah, my uh, meat market is about. Uh, guy called Greg and in the same day he loses his, uh, his girlfriend and his job and even his dog uh, in a crap day he thinks, he's, uh, thinks his girlfriend is having an affair with his boss it turns out that she isn't and he realises that after he's uh, smacked his boss and, <laughs> and uh, things kind of go down uh, in his life there There's no money and stuff and uh, an old friend comes out of the woodworks to uh, help him on his way, and he's a happy-go-lucky lad who uh, loves his life, and he seems to have a really good job where he's travelling around and stuff, and he wants to kind of uh, get Greg into this lifestyle, and that lifestyle is of the male escort. And the only problem is Greg is the shyest, most timid, he's scared of women. And he, he kind of uh, didn't understand how he got with his previous girlfriend. You know, he's just rubbish at, at singledom, the, the dating scene and stuff. Yeah. And the story is basically about uh, him and his friend Stu kind of uh, introducing him into that world and then uh, into the world of the male escort. So why not get paid for it? Well, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not even, it's not, I don't even think it's that simple because it's so hilariously funny. There's just so much in it that, when I was reading it, I was actually laughing out loud, physically laughing at my Kindle. Just, it was so funny. And I think we chatted a bit about it. Everyone's got a friend like Stu. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily a male escort, but everyone's got one of those Jack the Lad type ones. Mates who just don't care. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah. Um... Stu's a great character, uh, and, and that's, you know, in, in the second book, Barman, uh, Stu is the, the main character. You see through his, his eyes just because I kind of uh, took to that character because it's just so much fun to write. And, uh, and, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, the, and, and I wish I had a friend like Stu, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, some of my mates who've read the book saying, you, you, are, you are the Stu. Which is quite nice. I don't think my girlfriend agrees, but <laughs> no. no, I don't think she would. What made you write Meat Market? I know you said it interested you. What what kind of tip tip you thought? Do you know what? I actually want to read read you know, research into this and, and write about it. Well, I was I've been writing since I was fifteen years old. I'm, I'm thirty six now, and. Uh, for the first five or six years, I, I read a lot of, uh, from 15, I was, I was reading Jack Higgins thrillers. And so my first three or four novels that no one will ever read <laughs> are, are rip-offs of Jack Higgins novels, basically. Just, okay. rub, you know, crap rip-offs of Jack Higgins novels. And then I kind of brought it, and then I started reading everything from John Grisham, Stephen King, and then uh, started reading uh, 
what's it called? Guy does a bad boy. I always forget his name. Laughing high fidelity. It'll come to me. But I started reading uh, some Ladley, some Dally Wallace, Yes Man, and uh, I started reading more and more Ladley and Chickley, and it was just dead easy to read, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give this a go. And uh, before, I read, before I wrote Meat Market, uh, I wrote another book called The Race, and it was about four, four mates on holiday in Greece, and it was just a, a shagging holiday. Yeah. So, and one of them was the judge and uh, they had a scoreboard and theme nights and none of them understood the elaborate scoring systems that the uh, the judge was doing for them and they just it, it was fun to to write and it was based on a few uh, holidays to Zanity myself you know yeah. and uh, all, all the friends I included are real people uh, and I thought I'll, I'll try something different and I can't really remember now. I think I saw an article on uh, on Mail Escorting and okay, it interested me. And so I started having a look into it and stuff. And, uh, and that's from there it kind of, I did a chapter, first chapter of Meat Market and, and then slowly it just kind of, the, the characters took over and stuff, you know, took over and I was just the vessel to get the, uh, the words on the page. Yeah. And then they were, and they were brilliant and, I think I was pestering you to write a second one to just yeah. keep going because I just I I just wanted to read more and then while you were doing that I read the race and I absolutely loved it and then I read the divine yeah which was something completely different yeah like it, absolutely it, 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 the divine is the book that I've always wanted to read <laughs> yeah so a bit science a bit science fictiony and uh, fantasy but kind of set in the real world and. Uh, yeah, it was, it was the book I've always wanted to write, and I did. Yeah, you, you've, you've clearly done so much research on it because it's so detailed. Yeah. One, one thing that I've noticed about all the, the books that I've read of yours is that they are so detailed. And unless I went and Googled it myself, I would pretty much believe everything that's in there as, as gospel. It, well, we're really divine because I'm dealing with... Uh, Time travel and, and different, uh, it's quite easy. I, I could pick any historical figures through time and uh, decide, yeah, he's one of the band, easy. And then and then find out about them kind yeah. of thing. And obviously the internet's brilliant. You can get, oh, you know, it's the, uh, you've got the whole world at your disposal, information-wise. Uh, but yeah, The Divine, I mean, the one, uh, one reviewer is called, uh, it's completely different, like I said, to my Ladlet stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you for making me believe the un- unbelievable, I think she said. Because the characters, you know, they, they, I, I try and make them as real as possible. And just the, uh, the circumstances end, end up in is uh, unreal. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about the, about the story behind the divine and what made you kind of pick that story? Because it's a little bit, it's a little bit out there, isn't it? It's a bit. It's different. I've never read anything along that line before. And I do, I must admit, I do like the Mr. E. Do you know yeah. how long it took me to actually get what that was standing for? Yeah. yeah. I was like, so you get it straight away. Yeah. I didn't know. It took me ages. <laughs> it took me ages. I was like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I actually know what it stands for now. Yeah, mystery. Yeah. 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 It's very, very clever, isn't it? It is very clever, yeah. It was actually my six-year-old that came up with that. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do you call him Mr. E? Yeah, man. Well, why not? Yeah. yeah they, 
the, the divine is uh, it's uh, it's about the next step in evolution uh, and these people and it's survival of the fittest down. Darwinism, is that it? Darwinism, yeah. Uh, Darwin, Darwinism. Is it Darwinism? Darwinism, yeah. Yeah, Darwinism. Survival, survival of the fittest, I'm still tired. And, uh, and the next step in evolution is for, uh, for people to have, to not die. They're, they're, uh, when, when the first killed, so you'd be stabbed, then you, uh, your divine gene will kick in and it'll heal the, uh, the wound. And then you, you're immortal, basically. And these people have been living for centuries under the under the radar. Nobody knows about them. And the, the story of the divine is about the first two characters are Sophie and Billy, and they're just coming to terms with learning their, uh, that they are the divine. Yeah. Uh, and they also have other abilities. And these these second two characters are uh, the two characters William and Eric who have been immortal for hundreds of years, and he's travelling through their, their stories as well. And all, all the characters are kind of interwoven. They all know each other. They, you know, the realisation that Billy and uh, Sophie are related to uh, Eric and William. And, uh, and yeah, that's the worst. That, that, that was the worst description of that. But I should have just read the blurb. <laughs> but... But that's literally what it is, and they are interwoven, and the stories do start to intertwine quite quickly. It doesn't take long to for you to kind of think, well, hang on a minute, this is kind of, yeah, I can see, kind of see where this is going, and you get to a, a certain point, and then you just decide, no, I'm not going to go down that route. I'm just going to completely change route and take you down this route. Yeah. And it just literally just takes you. Wherever, and I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it, and it's very much something that I, that I read. I read all the science fiction, fantasy stuff. So, Peter F. Hamilton um, and Michael Scott, who wrote The Alchemist, The Magician, The Necromancer, and as a whole book series, and that's kind of how I liken Jaws. Yeah. So as I was reading it, I was just, I just kind of thought this reminds me of Michael Scott. But it's just a lot more dark, I would yeah. say. I don't know. I'd say it's dark. And you've just finished the second one. Yeah, the second one. Haven't you, the healer? Which I'm, I am still currently reading. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, haven't got through all of it yet, but I am still reading it. And that's, that's a lot. I, I find that one easier to read because there's only the two characters in it that, yeah. that you're actually getting to know. I mean, but the, the um, with the healer. I mean, I'm. I, I, loved, I've, I was just. I just wrote all my book before before I came online. Now I wrote all my books down just so I could uh, just in case you wanted to know how many books I've done and something like that. <laughs> and I put them in series. And I've, I've always thought of myself as a, uh, a standalone writer. So yeah, I have an yeah. idea, and I'll uh, I write a novel, and that, it's done then. And I'll go into another idea, and it'll be a completely different novel because that's. That, that's what I always did. And then uh, was when I published Meat Market and people wanted a sequel, I gave them a sequel. And, and with, with The Divine as well, it was going to just be a standalone book. It was the book that I always wanted to uh, to write and, and read. And then people wanted a sequel. Yeah. For, uh, yeah, for, for the sequel, it was it was a lot more difficult because uh, I had a bit more, a few constraints. Whereas in The Divine, I could literally decide 
1920s when it's born, yeah, that's fine. And uh, he did this, and you know, this, that, and the other, and it's easy. Whereas with the healer, Page had to go back through the divine just to, I spent an hour reading the divine just to find a, a, a date of birth, you know, yeah. and things like that. It made it quite difficult for the healer, but it's done. It Final is. two years it's taken me. It's, uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm glad it's done. So you're going to do uh, another one, yeah? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I've, I've written two chapters of uh, a novella that's going to be uh, in the divine world, and that'll be out on the 1st of December, providing I sit in the chair and write it. Yeah. Uh, I've written 10,000 words of uh, the Healer's sequel, which kind of comes straight after the divine. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've done 10,000 words of that, because my original plan was to have that in the Healer, Right. But it was two characters, and I wanted to keep it quite simple, just two characters. Uh, so I've got 10,000 words of the third book ready, waiting. So I know where I'm going with that one when I, I get around to uh, reading it. But all in all, there'll be six books in the Divine series. Wow. And two two novellas and, uh, and four books, yeah. Nice. You've got them all already planned out and ready to go? And I, I kind of know that after the healer, it's going to be a book called Chronos. Uh, and I know where that's going completely. I know which characters are in it. I know yeah. the, uh, where they're going to be going with it. And I know how it's going to end. And then after that one, it's going to be uh, Dance with... I've got the titles already. I just <laughs> After that one, I've got uh, Dance with the Dragon, which will just be a, uh, concentrating on the uh, Eric Chesterfield character. Yeah. It'll, be his, uh, it'll be his prequel. And it'll also have Sophie's mum in it. Okay. Oh, so it'll be Sophie's mum and Eric in there. Excellent, yeah. Uh, cause she's, uh, she's a historian trying to, uh, track down the, uh, sightings and myths of, uh, Vladimir Tepes. So they eventually meet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, that, that's my idea for that one. And then after that, there'll be the final in kind of like the, you have the Divine, Chronos, and then there'll be the last one. Yeah. The other one. If you think of it like uh, Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. You've got your Avenger movies, and then in between, you've got your... The your, ones that come, kind of fill the gaps. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what it's like. So, three in the main trilogy, and then you have all the other ones. You'll have to draw a timeline and stick it up on the Facebook page. Timeline. I drew a timeline. It's, I drew a timeline on there. Yeah. And it was all over the show because went back and forward in time, and he's this age here, but he's not born yet there, and oh, it's just a nightmare. So you should have you should have photographed it and stuck it on. I know, yeah, that's why it takes two years to write because I'm just like, oh, I just need to have a beer. Yeah, and I'm writing it for two weeks. <laughs> so where yeah. do you get your inspiration then? Because obviously you've you've written different books. You've got the Checking Out series as well. Yeah, you've got all of yeah. those. You've also got Ron, which is taken from your blog. Yeah, which yeah, is that's... which is hilarious. <laughs> People should just read that just because it is hilarious. It's well, that's a, I think Rant's one of the ones that I give away for free if you sign yeah. on to start. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rant. I mean, I was, first of all, when I first started it, it was just I, I, I couldn't be asked writing the books, so I thought I'll just do something. 
you know. Yeah. And that's the time it's about the kids. And sometimes it's about self-publishing and, and stuff. Other times it's, you know, just about going shopping. And uh, they tend to have a light-hearted feel or a rancy feel. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and then, then, then when I did I was I was reading a... Who was it? Now, Nick Spalding is another lovely author. Uh, and, and he'd done like a little, a little 30, 40,000 word, uh, book. And he'd written it in one go. So he'd got all this coffee and everything ready. And he said, right, it's going to be 12 hours. Yeah. And each chapter is another hour. And how many, uh, how many words he'd done. So each chapter is his workout. I think it's about 40,000 words. And it's just a little thing. It's just yeah. talking shit. It was just a book about talking, whatever came to his head. And I thought, well, that's what my blogs are like. So I put them all together and Ramp was born. And, uh, yeah, people say enjoy it because it's just different little stories. Yeah. yeah it's, and, it's just, it literally is a book of little mini rants, really, yeah. isn't it? it? That's all it is. And it, it's great fun to read. And it's, it's very eye-opening to, to kind of see your, your processes and your how you feel and, and everything, because you can kind of see a little progression within, yeah. the book, within it, so which is good. But, yeah, your inspiration, where do you, what inspires you? What authors do you, do you uh, want? I've, I've, I've literally read everything. Uh, I'm just a massive Stephen King fan. Just Not only really the horror genre, just the way he, he, he can write a, a, a book. There's a, one book, uh, Gerald's Game. It's an old one that he wrote. And it, it's a whole, it's a, it's a door stopper. And it's literally a woman, uh, and she's stuck on a bed. Uh, she, she's a, uh, she, she was having a sex game with her husband, and she was uh, tied to the bed, not tied to the bed, uh, handcuffed to the bed. Yeah. In a boat cabin in the woods, in the off season, and uh, she didn't want to play the game anymore. She kicked out, wanting, telling Gerald to get off. Yeah. Kicked out and he had a heart attack and died. So she's just stuck there? She's, she's stuck there. <laughs> and he, you know, the process, he managed to do a massive 300, 400 page book on just that, <laughs> just that premise. I mean, yeah, uh, films, Time Traveler's Wife, uh, Highlander, the, 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 these, uh, were massive inspirations for uh, The Divine, especially a Time Traveler's Wife yeah. by Alton Niffinger. Just the way I, I the way I set it out as well. Uh, checking out checking out novella series was this is autobiographical. Can't speak to that. Uh, and it was actually a novel. And then when I came to publish it, I thought, well, I'll split in four. Yeah. I've got because it's quite a long one. Uh, films. I, I get a lot from films. Yeah. Uh, but I do read a lot as well. You know. Uh, yeah. Just, just everywhere, really. Back to the future, you know. And yeah. Stuff like that, time altercation, all, all, all those kind of, I love time travel movies and stuff, and I kind of, I put a lot of that into the Divine series, definitely. But at the same time, you know, I love comedies, and I love dry comedies, and I've got a very dry sense of myself, and I think a lot of that goes into uh, the Meat Market series. Yeah, which I, I, I would... I would advocate that everybody download the free books to start off now and then just become hooked and just read them all because they are they are hilarious. But the situations within, especially within Barman, there's a lot more 
situational comedy in Barman and perhaps Meat Market. Barman, um, yeah, Barman. Uh, you, did you book a day off work or so much? So uh, I'll just get <laughs> kids out of the house when 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 it was released. I think I read it in what five hours. Something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah, it's about that. That's brilliant. <laughs> well, I, I, I was literally desperate to read it. And I kept bugging you and bugging you to do it because I just wanted to read it. And then the, the end of that had me kind of like screaming at my Kindle going, what have you done? Why have you done? And I'm not going to, I won't ruin it for anybody. But, but um, well, I, I mean, what happens at the end? I came, I, I'd written the, the first and second chapter. No, I'd only written the first chapter. And, uh, and then it was just a light bulb moment. Yeah. I realised, hang on, if that happens, and that's the reason why, you know, he's taken his pills in the first chapter, and that's why the second chapter is then six months ago, and then that's yeah. why the leap, you know, the, uh, the leap hopping uh, over each other all the way through, and uh, yes, it, it's my it's my girlfriend Jen's favourite book, and she was the one that kept. I used to go around on a Wednesday night, uh, finish work, go around to hers on a Wednesday night. And she'd want another chapter. And if I hadn't written it, <laughs> she kicked me in the, into the kitchen. I was allowed to come watch TV until I'd done another chapter. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I really love Barman because it's so much darker than Meat Market. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted so to go much. back. Yeah. And I mean, I, I did, again, I mean, Barman, it was going to be a standalone. It wasn't going to be Stu. No. It was, I, I think it was about three quarters of the way through it, I thought. Because you don't have his name all the way through it. No, you right. don't. No. Because it's just his point of view. No one calls it, calls him the barman or hey mate or whatever, but he, yeah. he never does the name. And, uh, and that's when I thought, ooh, what? Shit. And it's yeah. late on, you know. And that's, yeah, that's where it came from. It's, uh, yeah, I, I love that. It made my grandma cry when she read it. Right it, at nearly, the end. it nearly made me cry. That's the ending. Seriously. Because, yeah. I, because obviously, because I have kids as well. Yeah. That uh, I, I won't ruin it, but that ending broke me. <laughs> I was like, "What are you? What have you done?" That was the desired effect. <laughs> just the, the way that it ends, though, literally, you're kind of like, "It's over." Yeah. Fuck. It's got. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing left. There's no more. Yeah. And it was that. It's literally that. And then obviously, escorting Eric is. Stu's, very, Stu's point of view of meat market. Yeah, Escott and Eric is, is kind of, it's, it's more of a sequel to Barman. And uh, at first, I, I didn't know what to write. And I thought, oh, and, it, and I thought it was a bit of a cop-out at first, doing, uh, doing meat market from the other person's point of view. And at first, it, it, perhaps it was a little bit, a bit, a bit lazy of me. But there's only about four or five chapters that's in Meat Market that's actually in Escort and Eric. Because once I started writing it, uh, and I had these chapters as guidelines of, of where the story was going yeah. from Meat Market, I, it, you know, I, I kind of uh, interwove a story behind it. And the thing that I like about Escort and Eric is I just watched Deadpool. <laughs> and, and, you know, he, he turns and talks to the camera, you yeah. know, he, off walls gone, and I thought, well, I'm going to do that. I mean, it, it, it's kind of done in the other stories, but he's literally going to talk to the audience and call them pricks or whatever, or, or what you know, just 
I think uh, he said he's, he's having sex with a, a girl, and he turns around to the audience and said, "Do you mind leaving?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was my idea behind that, and uh, I love that one. I love that one because it explores uh, Stu's life at the same time as uh, he was helping uh, Greg in Meat Market. Yeah. And he's got a twin brother. Although you learn that in Barman, but you don't realise it's Stu. Yeah. You, you learn he's got a twin brother, and I just love writing him and his brother, the banter between them. That's my favourite yeah. bit. Yeah, I, like, I, twin I, did, uh, I did love it. It's Paul, isn't it? Phil. Phil, Phil, that's yeah. right. And I was just, oh, they are, it is hilarious. I think there's one thing where they're in, they're in the mum and dad's house. Yeah. Where you, you talk and they're just, they're having a conversation and they they think their mum can't hear or something. It just it just starts going off and it's oh, it's so funny. And you can just impact, you can. The thing I love the most is when I read your books, I literally feel like I'm there and I can that I'm in the room with them and I can picture it. Yeah. Because it's so descriptive and but it's it's done in. It, I always find it's very clever the way that you describe. And cause I, well, I, I describe, but I don't, I don't describe too much because I want your imagination. Exactly. I want you to paint, you know, to paint the picture. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you that someone was wearing red jeans and they had a blue t-shirt on and all that, you know. I, yeah, I, I, no, no. It's more character description. I, I think a lot of it's dialogue and if, if you can get that right, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't like to write long descriptions, paragraphs and paragraphs. Because no. when I read, I skip it all and go to, you know, because it just gets a bit... Ugh. Yeah. So try and keep it short and chirpy. That's right. I haven't, I haven't skipped anything on any of the books. I do need to catch up, though, on, on checking out, and I do need to catch up on on the on the healer. But have you read checking out? Pardon? Well, which ones have you read of checking out? One, two, and a little bit of three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've still got the rest of three and four to, three and four, to yeah. read. Yeah, I'm still. I'm, they're sitting on my Kindle. They're there. And every time it goes on, they're right there. But I'm I'm reading the healer because I want to get through that one first because yeah. that's the next one out. Because um because you publish all your books on Amazon. They go on Amazon, don't they? You put them all on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah predominantly Amazon. Yeah, because it's the biggest bookshop in the world. Well, exactly. How did you get? How did you manage to get them on there? I mean, I don't, I don't know the process. How how did you get published? Because that's because you said earlier on you self published. So how do you go about that? Because that's got to be difficult. Uh, I, I just researched it, and there's uh, there's a few people. There's, there's a, uh, an author called uh, Matt Dawson, and he's a massive self indie publisher, and uh, Nick Stevenson, and they've they, they're quite out of courses, and it's basically from. As, as soon as you uh, start the end, the, uh, they've got video courses on how step step by step. We've got Facebook groups, the lot. You know, I'm always in the Facebook groups, and yeah. it's to to uh, answer any problems newbies have got, and, and to ask things myself. Got a lot of author mates now. It's just a massive network, and through them, really, you know, through uh, through learning off the best self publishers in the world, and they you know they make a hell of a lot more money than traditional published. <laughs> Midlisters, anyway, you know, yeah. kings in your uh, in your lead childs make the millions, but the uh, the small guys and and anyone who's traditionally published are not making nearly as much as self-published uh, these days because you have to do it all yourself anyway. Yeah. So I was 
all your money to uh, to a publisher when you can, you know, you market yourself anyway these days. Anyway, yeah. how do you how do you find it? how do you find doing it and kind of promoting your books and and doing that? How do you find doing that? I used to hate it. I just wanted to write, 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 but uh, just have to do it, you know. Uh, Amazon have just started uh, about six months ago. They started Amazon ads, which is really helpful. Yeah. For uh, for for exposure, so you can get your, your work out dead cheap, and you uh, see loads of sales or sign ups to lists or whichever way you whatever uh, you're trying to trying to achieve. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's always a learning curve. I mean, Facebook changed their algorithms not long ago and it messed all my Facebook ads up. Yeah. They just died. And all the other authors who have Facebook ads and they, you know, they're targeting audiences uh, that they, they know would be interested in the books. All of a sudden they changed their algorithms because uh, Mr. Zuckerberg decided everyone needs to look at more, uh, more smiley cute cats than yeah. uh, an advert. You yeah. just have to evolve and uh, figure out how to how to get your stuff out there in front of the the eyes that you, that you think would uh, want to see it. How are you finding How are you finding doing that on Facebook? Because obviously, you know, it is it is hard to to kind of because the content is so constant on Facebook. Yeah, uh, I'm doing that on Facebook. Uh, Facebook I use more for just sign ups, so you get my uh, three three free. Free three, uh, free three free uh, novel where you get your beat market free, checking out book one and, uh, and rant, and I, I just advertise those mostly to uh, fans of Bridget Jones. Yeah, uh, you know, and I think I've, I've put uh, Bridget Jones as a boy called Brian Jones or something. That's a little and this is. So, and uh, yeah, they see it work. I get, I get a few signups and stuff. For sales, I do more on, uh, on Amazon. Yeah. That's where the direct to anyway through my website and stuff. So yeah, Amazon's the place to to get your sales. Okay, good. If you could, if you could offer advice to someone who wants to write their own book, or they want to start writing, what advice would you give someone who who has an idea, can't articulate it? well enough to put it in a book but want to it's dead simple sit down and write just it it sounds ridiculous well obviously but yeah because you know thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it is great and you can write all the notes in the world but until you sit down and write chapter one and start scribbling it's not going to get done no I've I've got an author friend of mine who, who spent 30 years uh, it's called Mike Good. He spent 30 years thinking, I'm going to write this book. It's uh, the, the travel books from his time when he uh, was going to Hawaii and stuff. And uh, he thought, I'm going to write this, I'm going to write this, I'm going to write these. And, he's, and <laughs> 30 years passed. And he's like, shit, I need to write these now. <laughs> and I was chatting to him the other day, and he, you know, he said, uh, just think of all the other books, how, how many more books I would have been able to write. And I just sat down that one day. Yeah. But 30 years previously, I'm like, yeah, that's that, that's the uh, that's the trick. Get your ass and see. Yeah. What about in terms of describing? Because I I attempted to write a book and I sent it to you to have a read, and it was too over descriptive. Too. You seem to be 
trying a bit too hard. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> it's your first. Well, it was your first. Well, yeah. It's got, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you basically doing what I did when I was 15 years old. Yes. <laughs> How about you first go? It's fine, honestly. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, the same, you, you need to write one or two novels before you find your voice. Yeah. It's, you just, uh, you're just kind of copying what you've last read or what you read a yeah. lot. You, you kind of copy that and read a lot. You have to read everything, not just one, you know, and then you kind of form your own voice then. It might sound a lot like someone else's author, yeah. uh, other author, but, it, you know, it's, uh, you, you kind of get your own voice and people recognise that voice as you then. Uh, but, yeah, th- describing stuff, I, I hate it. <laughs> I hate describing stuff because uh, it, it, it kind of gets in the way of the story. Yeah. And to me, the story is always the dialogue, and that's what kind of moves the stories along. But obviously, not just. No. That's why I write in uh, first person, because even the description is it's still dialogue, even because it's going on in his head. Yeah. And you know, it's a monologue, uh, and that, that's why I write in first person. Because yeah, describing can be tricky because you you have to start thinking of similes. Oh, it was as black as the night, and uh, and it can get a bit. All of a sudden, you're worrying about a simile instead of what's happening next in the book. Yeah. So my advice about describing things is don't worry about it. Concentrate on the story. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Brilliant. So, shameless plug time. Where can where can our listeners and where can everyone else get your books, learn more about you, receive your hilarious emails? Um, that come through now and again but it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started those emails I thought right I'll do them every two weeks and four months passed and I thought shit I best do the first one you know <laughs> and, uh, you can you, you go to uh, robradcliffe.net and uh, you can sign up for my books right there I'll take your email address and uh, you should get three free books within minutes have a, have a read see if you like them if you do uh Email me, text me, get me on Facebook uh, and uh, say hello. Uh, you can also find all of my books on, on Amazon. Just type in Rob Radcliffe and it's usually me that comes up. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's where you can find my stuff. Excellent. And if people obviously wanted to keep in touch, uh, apart from obviously the subscribing on the website, the Facebook groups. Yeah, Facebook group. I've, uh, yeah. Uh, Facebook, I think. Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I think I invite you to my, uh, my Facebook group in the email that you get with the uh, free books in. I think it's it's all automated. I've automated it. All, so I'm not sure which one it is, but yeah, you'll uh, you'll get you get an email with a link in and uh, you join me on, on Facebook and say hello. Excellent. And there's loads of people in there. And- Rob is hilarious when he does his posts. He's not just... They're very sporadic at the minute because obviously working <laughs> in the pub and writing numerous books at the same time and posting for us special people so we can read your current book that you're writing, which is... Window Wickers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're my favourite people, my VIPs. Yes, and we're, we're, very, we're very blessed, actually, to be able to read what... Rob is writing right at that precise moment. So at the moment, you're being pestered for the next chapter of 
your in, in the meat market sequel. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of Barman's sequel. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, if you join my readers' lounge, if, uh, if you sign up for the free books, then you'll be able to join my readers' lounge, and then you, um, I'm at the moment posting uh, every chapter in uh, Barman's sequel as I write it. So it's full of mistakes and full of grammar errors and everything, but it's it's, it's literally just. From my head, yeah. it's half free. It's literally it's from from your head straight onto yeah. Facebook. Yes, where it will live forever. No, it's keeping me going. Yeah, it's, and it's, and it's brilliant because how many other authors would publish their stuff on Facebook for people to read as it's going? Yeah, Andy Weir did. Andy Weir did for a bit. Did he? Not, not Facebook. Yeah, on, on his uh, on his website. But I think the only people that he was friends with were. Scientists. Yeah. So, although he got all the technical, technical bits, you know, he didn't he didn't have a readership, wasn't an author yet. No. But things went all right. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. <laughs> no, honestly, for for anybody that wants to to read the books, I would I would absolutely advocate that you read every single one of the free books, cover to cover. Um, and I challenge anyone to read Barman quicker than me. Because <laughs> I would love to see anyone read it quicker than me. Um, that, Someone in the in, in the VIP lounge who uh, who read Healer in really quick within a day. Yeah, yeah. And then the good thing is, is that none of us are shy about telling you that bits like grammatical errors or. No, no, no. no. If, 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 if you think some shit down as well in the story. Because I want to know, you know, that's why you guys are there. Before I put it out, I want. I want all the bad stuff back. You can praise me all you like. I don't mind that. (laughs) (laughs) And do you know what? And I I will because I absolutely love your books. And I I was hooked on Meat Market. That that book literally hooked me. And that's when I got all the other books. And I read all of the other ones I could get hold of. Um, And then Meat Market has worked well for me. I mean, it was. uh, when I put it on free, it, it went to number one in the human charts. It stayed there for, for at least a month. Yeah. Uh, and, and whenever, now and again, when I send out my uh, surveys and stuff, and I get I get the, the answer, read the surveys, I get the answers about meat markets always. When I ask, which is your favourite of my novels, meat markets always there. Which is a little bit annoying, really, because I wrote it ten years ago, and everyone's saying that that's the favourite. What am I doing now? What's gone wrong? Yeah, but they obviously haven't got that far yet. Yeah. yeah. That's the, they obviously haven't got that far. For me, Meat Market was my favourite, but Barman is my favourite with yeah, yeah. The Divine second. Yeah, Meat Market it's completely, third. completely different, aren't it? You know, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think with this new one, uh, this Barman sequel, I'm going to try and do something special like I did with, uh, with Barman. Yeah. So it's don't, really don't, piss don't, you don't, off at the end. Don't, just don't, because... That, it, 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 it just broke me because I was—I remember sitting there going, "Have you done it? Have you actually done it? Is that what you've done?" And you were just like, "Well, you know," because I don't want to ruin it for people, and I, I really want people to read Barman and to read it because, but read Meat Market first. Yeah. I think I know you said they can read whatever, but say read Meat Market first, they'll understand the impact of, of Barman more. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then read the divine. Like the character until the end. Yeah. You go, oh, shit. But what happened? That's exactly what I was. And, and I literally felt like 
smashing my Kindle. Yeah. Which obviously was a desired effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, my, my grandma cried at that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I, I, I almost cried at it. I was close to tears. I couldn't believe that you'd actually done it, but yeah. wasn't what I, I expected. I think that was where the uh, the story kind of needed to end, though. Yeah. These oh, without a doubt. Yeah, it needed. It, yeah, it needed something like that. Yeah. But I'm gonna leave it at that. But thank you so much, Rob. I really appreciate it. It's been been brilliant to finally meet you and not physically meet you but you know talk to you properly and and just kind of get to know you a bit more and and obviously hopefully the subscribers on the podcast will go and download your book as well because they really should yes everyone go and download yes go and download all the books right now Rob, thank you very much i really appreciate it mate no worries, mate. brilliant cheers see you later bye